morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. What's going on, 1.37 p.m. family? Thank you for getting your week started with the 7.31 a.m. podcast. My name is Bo Templin. I'm really excited to be hosting today. Thank you for listening to the show. It means the world to us that you are starting your week with the 7.31 a.m. podcast. Today is August 8th, 2022. It is a Monday, and I am excited to build some momentum for this week. Let's get today's show started by saying on this day in 1992, the Dream Team would defeat Croatia in the gold medal games of the uh, 92 Barcelona Olympics. Let's remember, I'm a 1997 born kid, right? I grew up with the Redeem team, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, and Carmelo Anthony, right? That's the team that I grew up with. But I saw this, that they had won the gold medal on this day in 1992, and I decided to look for some fun facts about the team. And I found three that are just blowing my mind. So let's start here. The Dream Team would win the 1992 Olympic Games in just dominant fashion. Just crushing. Just absolutely cruising their way through the entirety of the tournament. They would win their eight games by an average margin of 43.8 points a game. That is ridiculous. Absolutely absurd. But here's the crazy thing. That is not the most ever. Uh, Bill Russell would lead the 1956 Olympic team to a average margin of victory of 53.5 points a game. Just ridiculous stuff, but 43.8 points a game from the Dream Team is outrageous. Here's another good one. During the uh, 1992 Olympic Games, the Dream Team would be beating opponents for 306 minutes out of a possible 320 minutes. They would only trail for six minutes of 320 minutes, and then they were tied for about seven minutes of a possible 320 minutes. And then this this might be my favorite right here. Throughout the entirety of the tournament, the United States never called a timeout. What the hell? Not a single player, nor did head coach Chuck Daly call a timeout throughout the entirety of the tournament, just ridiculous stuff. Um, On this day in 1992, the Olympic Dream Team would win the gold medal. Let's start over in entertainment for today's show and we'll do a little bit of a box office roundup. Entertainment. The Brad Pitt-led bullet train finished at the top spot of this weekend's box office, bringing in less than probably they hoped for with 30 million. Bullet train follows a hitman, Brad Pitt, who's on a train. He's trying to retrieve a briefcase full of money. And uh, it's just a high speed, a lot of action along the way. There's going to be numerous other assassins who are going to try and stop him. This movie looks good to me. Looks like a lot, a lot of fun. Certainly a movie I'm interested in and something I want to see here in the near future. Following Bullet Train is DC's League of Super Pets, which finished with about $11.2 million. And then rounding out the top five was Jordan Peele's Nope with $8.5 million. Thor Love and Thunder at 7.6 and Minions The Rise of Gru grabbing $7.1 million as well. We got one more story in entertainment and that is that John Bernthal could be back as the Punisher. It was possibly slipped over the weekend by actress Rosario Dawson. If you don't know, you might know her as Ahsoka from Star Wars. Um, she's in the original Punisher show as well and that news was that the Punisher 
could be returning, and she mentioned John Bernthal's name. The wildly dark and successful Netflix show was one of Bernthal's biggest hits. I think the world of Bernthal, I think he's one of the most terrific actors that we have in Hollywood right now. And a lot of fans are scared by the idea of the show being taken over by Disney. And here's my thoughts on it. If they're gonna allow Deadpool 3 to be rated R, if they have Logan on Disney+, Plus, then we could probably expect something really solid out of Disney Plus with John Bernthal's Punisher. And really all of this would be leading to Bernthal's Punisher joining a team called the Midnight Suns. On that team is Moon Knight, sometimes it's Doctor Strange, sometimes it's Ghost Rider. And we actually had Ryan Gosling talk about that Ghost Rider would be a character he might want to play in the future. Wow. But I don't know if that was expected by Disney. I don't know if they wanted Rosario Dawson to make that news or leak that, but certainly very, very fun and getting a lot of people excited over in the Marvel world. Sports. And let's finish today's show over in sports. I got a little fun story for you in the UFC, and that is that UFC Vegas 59 made history. There were 10 fights that would go down at UFC Vegas 59 on Saturday. The card featured very, very fun fighters like Terrence McKinney, who I've fallen in love with, Jamal Hill, Jamal Sweet Dreams Hill, who's been just on a tear, and then the brother of welterweight champion, Kamar Usman, Mohamed Usman. But here's the wild thing about this card. Every single one of the 10 fights finished by either KO, TKO, or submission. This is a perfect card and has only happened once before in modern UFC history at UFC Fight Night 55, Bisping versus Rockhold in 2014. Uh, and then after the card, McKinney would tease a fight with Patty the Batty, and that would just be so much damn fun. I mean, so much damn fun. A great card. Maybe we can talk about MSG uh, later on this year in 2022. Let, if we could pair those two up, that would be a brilliant fight. But 10 fights on Saturday night at UFC Vegas 59. 10 fights, 10 finishes. That is a perfect card in the UFC world. Guys, I'm really excited about the week ahead. Thank you for listening to today's show, and that will be it. For more details on all of these stories and more, let's head to 137pm.com. Let's follow 137pm on all social media platforms. Let's hop into our Discord. You can chat. You can be part of the family. That's where you go to be part of the 137pm family. We will be back tomorrow. As always, remember, stay curious.